everyone, and welcome to the Nurse Dibby Podcast. My name is Lisa Rogers. I will be your host and your guide as we explore the world of medical cannabis. Uh, first, um, let me just welcome you to the inaugural episode. This is episode one, and I am titling this episode uh, Miracle or Science, and we will get to that here in a little bit. But first, uh, let me introduce myself. Um, like I said, my name is Lisa. Uh, I am a registered nurse. I've been a nurse for about 25 years now. Um, I've spent a lot of years working in hospitals. I currently work in home health, and I've been doing that for several years. Um, Like most people, I was, you know, I grew up in the 80s during the D.A.R.E. era and was taught that, uh, you know, cannabis was an evil, bad thing and was not something that you wanted to do. And of course, you know, as a nurse, it was not something that we were taught about in school. And so, you know, I spent most of my life, uh, you know, under the belief, you know, like I was indoctrinated to when I was a kid um, in the D.A.R.E. program about, um, you know, how all drugs were bad, which, you know, of course, most of the Schedule One drugs are bad, but but medical cannabis uh, is a a creature unto itself. And so that's kind of the whole uh, point of this podcast. of this show is to help provide education for uh, clinicians and lay people on um, the different aspects and uh, different things that you need to consider when using medical cannabis. Um, but I live in central Oklahoma, and about a year ago, we passed our medical cannabis laws. So we have a medical cannabis program now. Um, Oklahoma is a little unique uh, as far as. Um, All of the states that have passed uh, some type of medical cannabis laws, I believe now there's 11 states that have recreational laws, uh, and I want to say there's like 33 or so that have medical cannabis laws. Um, You wouldn't think it from Oklahoma, but surprisingly enough, we have uh, the most liberal uh, laws as far as for a medical cannabis program in the country. Uh, which I couldn't believe either when <laughs> when the law actually passed. Um, but surprisingly enough, it passed, uh, and um, it's been gangbusters here ever since. So when we got our um, our legal program, you know, I'm you know like many clinical people, you know, I didn't know anything about medical cannabis and working in home health. Of course, you know, we're seeing people in their homes. And, you know, you start getting questions from patients and people are curious and they have, you know, they want to know about something or should they try it or not. And, and to be honest, you know, we don't know what to tell them quite often because we're not educated on this. So I put myself on a crash course in the last few months trying to learn anything and everything that I can about uh, medical cannabis. And... Um, I have started a uh, consulting business uh, called Canucopia Consulting, and I am offering services for uh, patients to help them to um, understand medical cannabis or CBD, whichever one it is that they're wanting to use, and uh, how to use it and how much to use and that sort of thing. Uh, And I'm also offering um, educational services uh, to anyone who feels like they need education on this. Uh, But I wanted to do the podcast to help get it out to get the information out to a wider audience and make it more accessible for people, especially for clinicians. Uh, In states where they've had legal programs for quite some time, 
um, it may not be as big of an issue, but you know, there's still several states that don't have any type of a legal program yet. And at some point, I figure it's going to change. Uh, I know Mississippi may be putting um, something on their ballot uh, next year. Yeah, next November, uh, where they can vote for a medical program. Hopefully that gets on there and it gets passed. Um, But slowly but surely, you know, many states are opening up some type of medical program. And I think, honestly, it's just a matter of time before it gets either changed on the schedule or taken off the schedule altogether, which personally is where I think it needs to be. I think it needs to be off the schedule, but um, that's for another show. So, <laughs> um, so that's kind of the basics of, uh, you know, who I am and, um, you know, why I am putting this show out there in the first place. Uh, you know, like I said, uh, I'm a nurse and, uh, I listen to a lot of podcasts cause I spend a lot of time in the car and, um, I've, you know, found some, um, cannabis related podcasts that I have found, you know, really good and interesting. Uh, but I was struggling to find anything that I felt was really useful as far as from the standpoint of a clinician with information that, uh, I felt like I needed to know or that I wanted to know. Um, I'm sure there's some shows out there like that. I just haven't found them yet. Uh, a lot of the shows that I've listened to, um, you know, they're more geared towards the recreational side, not so much the medical side. So that was uh, another reason why I wanted to put this out there was to help provide information uh, for other people who are looking for information just like I was. So the, uh, the reason I'm calling this first episode um, Miracle or Science is uh, I asked on a Facebook group uh, for some um, topic ideas, basically. I was asking, uh, you know, was there anything in particular that people wanted to hear about or they wanted to know about? And someone made a comment um, basically along the lines of, you know, he wanted to know why every 20 years, you know, there's some crisis and, uh, we think that, um, you know, we have to have this miracle cure or, you know, they, it's like the newest and latest and greatest thing out there, which, and I see his point. I mean, I get it. I, I said something to somebody the other day, uh, someone said something about taking ginseng and, and I just laughed and I said, yes, I remember when that was all the rage, you know, several years ago, it was like ginseng for everything. You know, everybody was taking ginseng and, um, you know, we go through cycles, you know, it's one day it's blueberries, one day it's ginseng, one day it's something else. It's, you know, we, we go through these cycles of, uh, you know, oh, this is the newest and latest and greatest superfood that you need to be eating and, you know, that sort of thing. And I know in a way, uh, CBD and, um, medical marijuana comes across that way until you really start looking at the research that's out there that backs up a lot of these claims. And, um, you know, I was kind of the same way, you know, we were had, we had CBD stores popping up all over the place here before we got our medical program. And it's like, you couldn't go five feet, you know, down a block and you ran into another CBD shop. And I know it's that way in a lot of other States also. Uh, but one reason why we saw such an explosion of that, um, was because when the farm bill passed in 2018, it opened the door for, uh, hemp production. Um, it basically descheduled CBD off of, 
the alphabet schedule one status at the time and the government came up with some arbitrary numbers and so our government said okay if a uh cannabis sativa plant which is by also by the way the same plant that medical marijuana is um, but they said if a cannabis sativa plant has less than 0.3% THC per dry volume weight, then it is classified as hemp, and that is legal. If it has over 0.3% THC per dry volume weight, then it is classified as uh, marijuana and therefore not legal, unless you know it's in a state where they have uh, a medical program or recreational so that's why you started seeing CBD shops popping up all over the place was it opened the door for uh, growers to or people who were wanting to get into the hemp industry to be able to grow in what we call industrial hemp, which is um, cannabis plants that have that that meet that federal criteria of that low THC level. Um, so CBD became the big thing because that was the primary compound found in those plants. And THC and CBD are both two of the main compounds that are found in any cannabis plant. Uh, it's just the levels of THC and CBD are going to vary um, depending on somewhat on strain. Some of it's going to be, um, you know, growing conditions and stuff that can affect it too. Uh, but, you know, you have certain strains that were developed for high THC and others that have a low THC level and a higher CBD level and, uh, you know, that sort of thing. So, um, since CBD was no longer on the schedule and, uh, studies had shown that, um, CBD had a lot of health benefits, uh, now it could start being sold, um, everywhere. I mean, technically it's legal in all 50 states. There's like two or three states that still don't allow the sale of even CBD, even though CBD does not get you high. It has no psychoactive effects whatsoever, which is one reason why it's so popular. Um, but in the vast majority of states, you can at least get CBD product of some kind. So that's one reason why you've seen such a, um, what kind of seems like an overnight thing because it just seemed like overnight I was seeing CBD shops popping up everywhere here. Uh, then once we passed our medical program, then a lot of those shops converted to being full-on dispensaries and selling THC product as well. Now some dispensaries only sell THC product and, and we have dispensaries that sell both. But of course their THC product is their, um, their bigger seller, of course, because that's what most people are coming in to buy. So CBD does have a lot of health benefits and it does help with a lot of different things. Um, and I plan on getting into a little more deeply on um, uh, another episode about uh, THC and um, the differences between using uh, an isolate and um, a broad spectrum and a full spectrum uh, tincture. We'll, we'll get into all that more, uh, in another episode. Um, so I know for a lot of people, and I thought the same thing that cannabis seemed, uh, in a lot of ways, like, um, a snake oil or this, you know, miracle drug that was being touted as, oh, it could do all these things. And you know, how much proof was there? 
And there is actually a lot of research. Uh, a lot of it has been done outside of the country. Um, but there is scientific evidence for a lot of the claims that, um, you know, THC uh, can kill cancer. Um, that CBD helps with pain. It helps with chronic pain. It can help with short-term pain. Uh you know, that it can help with depression and anxiety and PTSD and seizures and, you know, all of these different things that are touted that it does. It really does. And there is a ton, a ton of anecdotal evidence. And I get really frustrated with people who want to sit there and blow off the anecdotal evidence and say, well, that's not, that's not scientific. That's not a research study. That doesn't really prove anything. Okay, I might can go with, if you have one or two people who say, this helped with my seizures, or this helped with this person's MS, or this helped with this person's COPD, or this person's seizures, or whatever, I can kind of go with blowing that off as, well, maybe, but we don't really have proof. But when you have hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people who are all coming back and saying the same thing, that is still proof. It may not be a controlled study. It may not be a research project, but it is still evidence that this works and it does do the things that people claim that it does. It's just a lot of the science hasn't quite caught up with it yet. The science is backing up these claims but we still need a lot more research and there's tons of research yet that needs to be done. Um, we're still learning things about the endocannabinoid system that we don't know. And the fact that we didn't even know that we had an endocannabinoid system until the nineties is just sad. So, <laughs> but you know, thankfully we know about that now and uh, we are learning more and more about medical cannabis every single day. So that's a good thing. Um, but in, in a way, I look at it as it is a miracle drug because it does so much for so many people with hardly any to no side effects. Um, and the only side effects really that people have are maybe getting giggly and happy um, and the munchies. And <laughs> I mean, there are some more serious things that can happen, but that does not happen very often. And it's overall, it is very safe to take. Um, especially compared to a lot of the pharmaceuticals that are out there. So um, from that perspective, yes, I would say that it appears and it acts like a miracle drug. Uh, but there is also a lot of science to why this works the way that it does. And it's not a hoax. And it is something that we have actually used for a very long time, up until about the last 80 or so years. Um, I plan on doing an episode at some point about uh, the social justice side of all this, um, just to so that way you know the history of cannabis in this country. Uh, the, actually, the history of cannabis goes back several thousand years, and that alone could be like a whole show <laughs> with multiple episodes. Um, but, you know, I'll do an episode for you on uh, just kind of the general history of cannabis here in the United States in the last several years. Um, but just a, a kind of a brief history for you. 
you know, when we first colonized this country, uh, every farmer grew hemp and it was encouraged. And, and actually I think they had to, if I remember correctly. Um, but they, every farmer grew hemp and because it had multiple uses, you know, they used it for making clothes and paper and rope and all sorts of things. Uh, so, and as well as the medicinal use. Um, so it was grown in this country for years, for decades, uh, before it was ever made illegal. And then in the 30s, uh, it was made illegal against the, the better judgment of a lot of doctors that when Congress was uh, contemplating, try, you know, where to put it on the schedule, it was when the, the schedule was created and they were trying to figure out where to put it. And supposedly they didn't know where to put it. So they said, well, let's just put it on a schedule one and we'll come back later and change it when we can figure out better where to put it. Okay. So <laughs> there were a lot of doctors that um, testified before Congress to the medical benefits of cannabis and that they basically begged them not to do this because it was really going to tie their hands for treatment. And it ended up getting put on the schedule one anyway you know congress ignored them they didn't care they wanted it on a schedule one and that's where it went prior to that there was a couple other things that happened before it actually got on the schedule one that made it not as accessible but prior to that you know you could get cannabis just about anywhere i mean you could go into a pharmacy and get it to use it for different remedies and stuff it was uh, a significant part of medicine back in the day. Um, it was in the pharmacopoeia as, you know, and different things that you, different ways that you could use it and treatment things that it treated. Uh, so it was used widely for medicine in this country before it was made illegal. And now we're just coming back around to that. Um, I look at, at this as we are beginning to, I think we're past the tipping point at this stage. Um, you know, we, it's a resurgence, you know, we are having a reawakening. Um, people are learning about things that, about cannabis that the, the cannabis culture has known for a long time and kept alive through all these years of prohibition and now it's becoming more widely and widely known, I think partially thanks to the internet. Um, and you can't hide that information from people anymore. And so as people rediscover this plant and the many benefits of it, uh, people are demanding that it be made accessible and it should be made accessible. Um, big pharma should not have their hands all over this plant and trying to keep it away from people who need it. And neither should the government. Uh, it needs to be made accessible um, to everyone that needs it so that they can get the help that they need that often they can't get from Big Pharma. So I won't get in too much of a uh, political rant on all that. But, <laughs> but, um, but that's, you know, some of that is just my opinion. Uh, a lot of that is actually fact. And, you know, like I said, we'll do uh, an episode on more of that later. Um, this episode, I just kind of wanted to be a, uh, an introduction for you uh, to me and to what the show is going to be about. Um, I hope you uh, liked, you know, today's show and come back for more and spread the word. You know, if you know any nurses or you are a nurse, you know, tell your colleagues about it. 
so that they can uh, take a listen, um, you know, tell your family doctor, uh, you know, your heart doctor, whoever, <laughs> um, if they have time, you know, to take a listen, because uh, I would be, you know, more than happy for them to, um, you know, listen in and uh, hopefully gain some new insight. Uh, let's see. Now, I think the next episode, what did I decide to do? Hang on. Let me look. Um, oh, the next episode, just as a FYI, uh, I believe I'm going to look at smoking and vaping. Um, cause since, especially since vaping has been in the news so much lately, uh, we're going to look at, um, those two methods of consumption and, uh, some of the issues that we've, uh, seen a lot in the news recently. If you would like to email me, you can email me at lisa at canyucopia.com. It's C-A-N-U-C-O-P-I-A. You can also check out the website at canyucopia.com. And you can see what uh, services and stuff I have there um, that I offer. Uh, You can also find me on Facebook. There is a page for the consulting side. It's under Canyucopia Consulting. Um, Or you can come over to the group, which is Canyucopia OK. And it's two separate words. But um, you can find the group on uh, Facebook. I would love for for anybody who's interested to come into the group and, you know, share, share your thoughts and, um, you know, questions, uh, ideas, uh, you know, whatever it is that you feel like you would like to share, um, you know, come on into the group and I uh, would love to have you. Uh, I've shared several articles and stuff in there that you can always go back and uh, scroll through the page and read and see if you find anything of interest there. Um, you can also find me on Instagram. And uh, my name on Instagram is at uh, Canucopia which is pretty simple to remember. So <laughs> I didn't want to have a separate webpage uh, for the podcast because I felt like it would just be too much to try to keep up with. So even though the podcast has a different name from the consulting side, um, you can find everything there. Uh, hopefully soon, I don't have it set up yet, but hopefully soon I'm going to have set up uh, where you can um, sign up to receive uh, email notifications or newsletters uh, from the website because as we know, Facebook likes to put people in Facebook jail. So, <laughs> so Facebook's actually been kind of hard on a lot of cannabis businesses. Um, if you're, I guess, being too much in their face about uh, cannabis, especially if you're posting a lot of pictures and things of plants and that sort of thing, they tend to like to shut down uh, cannabis-related pages. So far, I haven't had any problems with them, but that doesn't mean that I won't. Um, so once I can get it set up for, uh, you to get like email notifications and things, uh, that might be the best option just to make sure, you know, like when a new episode has come out, um, or if there's something special going on or I get a newsletter or something out that you would like to receive, that's probably going to be the best bet. Um, so, but, you know, like I said, if you've got any questions, uh, you know, show ideas, I would love to hear them. You can uh, email those to me or you can um, mention them on the, the page. You can get a hold of me over there. Uh, and I believe that is everything. So I appreciate you um, taking the time to listen today and uh, kind of putting up with some of my rambling. Hopefully you will come back, and um, I look forward to getting to know you guys and sharing information with you. So I will see you all soon. Thanks. Bye.